0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um... I think we could talk a little bit about the markets, but we seem to be caught up in this cycle again and again and again with China and the US and a little bit more impeachment coming back into favor, so to speak. I don't know if that's the right word, but Congress is getting back to action. And as they get back in action, they took a break. Right before they took a break, they said, let's impeach the president. And then kind of all heck broke loose. And they've come back and now they can try to impeach the president. And there's just too much data on that for me at this point in time to really spit it out. On the days, trials and tribulations. And someone gave 10 hours of, of testimony. And this looks like, ooh. And then. Hunter Biden said, here I am, because last night Donald Trump's like, where's Hunter Biden? Where's Hunter Biden? I haven't seen Hunter Biden. <laughs> and there he was. Um, I can't do it. It's just too much for us to get through on. This is the wrong show for it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, money investing and more. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is... It wasn't lost on me, and I hope it's not lost on you, that if you take a look at the stock market and you see Apple hitting an all-time high rate, kind of in the period of time where we're having problems with China, and we know we've got a lot of uh, Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, replaced Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was impressed with how he set up factories in China, and we know that China's a big thing to Apple, and they, you know, make gold iPhones because, quote-unquote, the Chinese um, love gold, right? I don't even know. Is that racist? I don't even know. I'm so afraid that these days of basically saying anything, which is ridiculous, but it is what it is. Um, busy morning people familiar with the matter are suggesting China will have a problem buying the full 50 billion of U.S. agricultural products marketed under the, under the phase one deal. So even though we have a she loves me, she loves me not, we don't know we have. We don't really know what's there. And it feels like a lot like a handshake deal, but we feel good that at least the major players are acting like there's going to be a deal. But there's so many headlines right now but it gets kind of tiring. Whether you're like Tizer or Mnuchin or Z or Trump, it's just it's a little bit much. Now we are in earnings season. Dow component United Health, big health insurer, Johnson Johnson, big health company. Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, um, decent response to very widely held names. In earnings season, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Charles Schwab, BlackRock, also reporting their numbers. JP Morgan and Schwab trading up, BlackRock's flat, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, and Citi trading lower. United Healthcare and J and J are trading slightly higher. So there's, it's it's a pretty good reaction, but it's pretty broad too. Third quarter earnings per share is projected to be down 4.6 percent year over year which would mark the third straight decline in quarterly earnings on a year-over-year basis. And that's kind of one of the, the tail reasons that or the tailwinds of the tax cuts. They've kind of played into the system. Corporations got them. Now we've seen them modeled. First year, we had to go, okay, 35% tax rate, cross that out, go to 20%, and let that play out for the next four quarters. Now we're past those four quarters. And you get the idea. to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Oregon's going after sports betting. And one thing that I can kind of tell you as an investor, um, don't fear public opinion and don't fear uh, politicians. They can be helpful to your investing. In the end, we all know that Facebook's in the crosshairs of a lot of politicians this year. Probably for a variety of reasons, right? Most of them earned. But in the end, are we going to tax them or are we going to overregulate them? We want their tax money. If you're on Capitol Hill, you want more tax money to do more projects. Lower mortgage rates are causing an epic housing shortage. That's not news that the millennials want to hear, because they're just getting ready to make babies. We've talked about this, the baby boom that's coming out of the millennials. We're seeing it start to swell in the average, the 35 to 40 year old millennials. Birth rates are going up where's the baby gonna go. National housing inventory fell 2.5%, 2.5% in September. An unseasonably strong surge in demand at the end of the summer and this fall has left sales of homes priced below 200,000 down 10%. Can you imagine a home under 200,000? That makes me like crazy. The supply of homes between 200,000 and 750,000. That's about 60% of the market. Uh, flatlined. So the inventory is not shrinking there. And they had 18 months of strong inventory growth. But in the coming months, it's expected to dwindle down the inventory again because of low interest rates. Housing inventory hit a record low about two years ago. But we had a little bit of a lull in home sales as interest rates went higher. Probably the number one thing that affects the price of a home is interest rates. On the short term, when interest rates fall, you can buy a lot more home. When interest rates rise, you can buy less home. In your head, do you have a size of a home that is appropriate for you? Do you want somewhere for a family of four between 1,600 and 2,500 square feet? What's the right number? But again, the interest rate is a pretty big fueler here. Demand right now on housing is being fueled by lower mortgage rates. The average rate on a 30 year fixed was 5% last November. Um, Now it's down to about four and a quarter. Three and a half percent in August. You can get some pretty good deals here. So 5% down to four and a quarter for okay credit, three and a half for great credit. Um, But dwindling options, that's also another thing you need to start thinking about. When inventory goes down, you're not pushed into a home you don't want but you tend to make more compromises because you've been, I've been searching for a year and every time I bid on a house, someone bids more. And you look at a house with a cracked foundation, you're like, I'll buy it. I didn't want to buy a house with a cracked foundation on a fault line, but I'll do it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We can talk about anything. Um, one area that I don't have time to get into, black households can afford just 25% of homes for sale. There is an issue here that we need to talk about with black and white and employment levels and compensation levels. Time's not my friend right now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. It's interesting from time to time we have to reevaluate things that we noted to be true. At one point in time, as an investor, on this show, I was talking about the Chinese Olympics are coming. China needs to build roads, and they need to build airports, they need to impress the world. The Olympics are a time when a country is on the world stage, where you can show great tourism, you can show great history, you can show companies to work with. And there was a theme there. And we looked at China and we said stupid things like China ads. Coca-Cola would say things like if every Chinese person would drink one ounce of Coke, our stock would quadruple. You're like, that's pretty good. I want to quadruple. But now we're at a position where what's going on in China is kind of bleeding into the United States in a funny kind of way. I used to do th- shows about, you know, as China is going from a farming country to more of a manufacturing company country. Did I say company? There's going to be a lot of bikes sold. They have pollution problems. A lot of bikes were going to be sold, right? Now we're starting to see bikes pop up here in San Francisco at an alarming rate. When I drive at five in the morning and it's dark, I'm like, I'm kind of stressed driving in San Francisco now because of the scooters without lights, the bikes without lights, the bikers without helmets, the scooters without helmets. But there's a lot of confusion right now about working in China. And you can see that LeBron James having a say in it is telling you, whoa, the NBA, Activision, Censorship, Hong Kong. We're starting to talk about censorship. And when we look at the censorship of China on its citizens, we go, that's a horrible thing. That's a horrible thing. Google left China years ago because they couldn't have their emails there getting hacked and then having the citizens arrested and thrown in jail for life in China. But we also have seen some stuff that we like out of China in the last 20 years. Companies like Tencent, Alibaba, Baidu. A lot of Chinese participants going backwards and forwards in the tech trade war at this point in time. Now, the whole NBA and ESPN and congress they're all focused on the nba's decision to kowtow to china and express regret for an executive's tweet supporting the hong kong protests try to imagine that in our world where if i were to say i feel bad for the people who are making fifteen dollars an hour at mcdonald's and want a, a livable wage and they're marching to protest to, to support a march in the united states has a very little ramifications right but to protest something in China has big ramifications and we need to look at our strategic choices on how do we want to engage with China. Um, Like Facebook did by putting aside the country's history of shutting out Western companies that threatened to eat the profits of homegrown companies. The Samsung strategy, which is to pretty much so give up on the market. Everything that we're selling into... China now in seven years will be stolen is the expectation. So the trade secrets that Apple have will be reverse engineered and China will be selling equivalent sooner than later. Samsung just said, screw, we don't even want to go in China. It seems to me that it's not a strategy to ignore China. It seems to me that we have a very big issue at our hands at this point in time with the moral high ground, but in the United States as well. You can't alienate your customers around the world just because your culture doesn't like their culture. Um, James put it very eloquently, and you will never hear me quote LeBron James. like This is a a once-in-a-lifetime thing where he said, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be a lot of negative that comes with that, too. And China doesn't want their citizens in a position of revolting. They don't want one to turn into two, to turn into four, to turn into a hundred. They stop it at one. They control information, whether it be from Apple or Google or Facebook. LeBron James is right on the big picture here is I think one of my biggest fears is telling my kids, you know, you're going to be kids and you're going to do stupid things. Just don't post them online. If you want to go cow tipping, go cow tipping. Don't videotape it. Don't put it on a phone videotape. Let's go to the phone. It's videotape. Let's go to the phone's digital memory. Is that better? Uh, and again, I, I don't endorse cow tipping. I remember as a kid, this it was this big myth that you can sneak into a cow field and knock over a cow and it'll fall over and make a loud noise. I remember that story was typically a accust- uh, uh, tied towards, you know, oh, and there's a bull out there, too. And he wants killed kill the kid or he wants to a kid right through his crotch. Oh, no. But yeah, um, I think LeBron James, when he's taken a shot at Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey's tweet on Hong Kong saying that he was misinformed, he's basically saying the same thing. Don't put stuff on social media that you don't have to. But then again, why can't we support? We could support protests here in the United States. Within reason. Oh, uh, Did anyone see that fake Donald Trump video? Holy mackerel, where he's shooting people in a church? Oh, no bueno. No bueno. That's crazy. Anyway, um, social media, I think the big lesson of the segment is watch, watch what you put on social media. I just had a birthday and I was like, do I really need to post a picture? And the answer is no. The guy from the Houston Rockets, did he really need to post that tweet? I hope it's important to him. Um, it's, it's a question that our society is going to have to deal with. How well and how close do we work with a close society like China? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about? Uh, money investing and more. 800 516 1220 calls on the air. One stock that I don't talk about on too often, and I think it's just kind of maybe it's kind of not my sexy kind of stock, maybe it's not that kind of fun story. Maybe it's kind of a number three kind of play. We all love number one and number two, but number three. Um, Costco. You know, in the world of investing, you have so many opportunities. It's kind of like a menu of fun. Uh, You can look at this uh, S&P, Standard Poor's sector rankings. Uh, You can look at financials and say, do I want a broker? Do I want an insurance company? Do I want a bank? You can look at retail and go, do I want, you know, companies that sell furniture companies that sell apparel like you've ever buy furniture you're like holy mackerel that was expensive why is this coffee table so expensive and then you're like you can get a whole tv for that doesn't tv have all this technology in it and like you get kind of like that's the best part about investing i think it kind of keeps you young when we're talking about things like carry out and dominoes and millennials and millennials getting older and their biological clock's ticking. Everyone's biological clock and technically is ticking, right? If we get out of college and we have a job, we sometimes settle down and make babies. If we got out of college, go to war, come back, we make babies. If we're millennials, we get out of college, we have too much debt, no jobs, we're unemployed, we move back to mom and dad's house, we don't have babies. But since the dawn of Netflix, Netflix and shell, uh, there's another theme coming along Disney plus we're gonna be able to stay in and technically historically evidentiary when we stay at home and watch TV we make babies So there's gonna be a baby boom coming and I think Target will be a winner for some people Costco will be a winner there was a company called diapers.com that got acquired by Amazon because they saw the consistency of how parents spend money on their kids And the last thing you want to be doing is 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock at night. You've been working all day. You picked up groceries. You cooked dinner. Baby's crying. He's got a little runny one coming out the side of his pants. You're like, oh, no diapers. So diapers.com would deliver them. You could almost get them delivered daily. It was awesome. You could put them out in front of your house. You could put them in your car. Diapers don't weigh that much. And you didn't have to always. You didn't have to, you know, creep out to the CVS where the diapers are overpriced. You're like, I got it the internet. I got the Amazon kind of special deal. I'm buying in bulk. They're giving me a discount. Woo! Or, or you can go with someone like a Costco. And there's no shame in Costco. Uh, I know people who've uh, bulked up their, how shall we say, everything financial. <laughs> uh anything they can buy in, in store they have so i'm good with that 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air anything you want to talk about we can talk about so Costco's is not not a company that i talk a lot about but i should probably a little bit more often stock is trading near record high it's surged all year this year a lot of stocks have it's been a good year on wall street now one insider just sold millions of dollars of stock now i don't mind that That's one of those flags that I'll take notice of. If, like, you see five insiders selling stock, maybe it's, like, a little bit more. If you see 10, then it's definitely more, like, kind of thought there. But I don't mind the CEO of Google or Microsoft selling stock on occasion and saying, I'm going to go buy a boat. I'm going to go buy an iBoat. I'm going to go buy an iCoffin at Costco. You can buy coffins at Costco. You buy iPhones at Costco. You buy a glass coffin. Get one last selfie with Dad after we put him in the ground. This new eye coffin has three cameras. Look at the night lighting on this one. Oh, look, there's a bug on Dad. Oh no, Worms are coming out of his eyes. You'll want an eye coffin, too, kids. Costco stock up 46% this year. Millennials like the company. That makes me a little creeped out when I say that out loud. We're now doing a millennial taste test. You don't want a company that's hated. Um, CEO selling a lot of shares, That, like I said, that doesn't really bother me per se. You may want to buy an eye coffin. But it is noteworthy. Um company's doing well. And one thing, you could talk about Costco and samples. I kind of hate talking about this. kind of makes me feel a little dirty. But a friend of mine goes to Costco every Saturday or Sunday. Honestly, I think it's to get out of the house. And he takes his kids with him. And he like... I don't want to say the kid's name. Let's just make up a name and say, Hey, Jimmy, what do you like about Costco? And he goes, The apples. I'm like, Does your kid have, like, is he missing a large portion of his lips or tongue or teeth? Like, why is he here? The apples. Costco is the nation's largest wholesale warehouse. It is a head of Walmart Sands Club. They're in 45 states, 95 million cardholders, 3,700 products, bulk packaging pharmaceuticals tires fresh food you name it kobe beef or something like that so it says the commercial one of the things you know about costco now it's largely based in the united states you can get a big old tv jewelry jumbo sized ketchup tubs and tubs and tubs of mixed nuts the rotisserie chicken 4.99 does that ring a bell with anyone Cheap Kirkland rotisserie chickens. Uh, $4.99. You can't buy a chicken, cut off its head, put it on a spit, and cook it for $4.99. That's about as low as you can go, right? So how are they doing it? The chickens are allure. They pull customers in. Then you browse, you do the aisles, you get a cart. Next thing you know, you've spent hundreds of dollars. All for that four ninety nine bird. Now, that four ninety nine chicken has become a cult item. Ninety-one million were sold last year. Double the number from a decade earlier. Costco's aunt got a hot product. Basically a dead chicken. A roasted chicken. The Costco webpage, the Costco, no, no, the Costco chicken Facebook page has 13,000 followers. I know you're saying Costco chicken. Yep. They go to extreme links. They recruit farmers. Uh, They just opened a $450 million poultry complex of its own near Nebraska. So Costco's now in the business not only of getting you bulk stuff, but Costco's in the the, uh, production process, production of chickens from farm to store. They got to figure out what grain the chickens eat. They got to do when the eggs get hatched. When do you cut off the chicken's head? I don't know. Costco has even put its socially conscious corporate reputation online, fending off local critics who have rallied against the company's uh, Nebraska operation. Pretty big experiment for Costco to get in the business of raising chickens. But that's one way they're going to try to stave off losing money. So if you go into a Safeway, it might be a five ninety nine or six ninety nine chicken because they don't want to lose as much, but they still want you to come in. It's kind of one of those weird things, right? If you think about it. Who figured out that you can have a loss leader like chicken to get people to shop? Microsoft Xbox and Sony PlayStation, they're going to have a loss leader in their hardware. Google Stadia is going to say, you don't even have to have hardware. You just have to have an internet connection. So you can kind of see how things change ever and they evolve. So Microsoft and Sony make their money not on the hardware until year three or four and they're only making pennies and dollars but they make their money on the services the software the stores that they run anytime you buy something from uh pokemon go apple's hardware their phone gets some money if you're buying those virtual coins same thing with microsoft xbox you're buying the virtual coins and you're doing it through the Microsoft Store. They're going to a piece of that action from Epic. Epic doesn't want you to go to them. Epic wants you to go directly through them. So, But Costco still loses money selling chickens. Americans are eating more chicken than ever before. There's going to be a supply issue on chickens. They say, by the way, that there's a, a hog virus that's devastating uh, pork in Asia. And I get kind of like quiet and whispery about it. They say that North Korea's got a massive problem. I know you're saying, is, it, is this like an Ebola breakout? I don't know. A small number of chicken producers dominate the chicken produc- production. A small amount of chicken producers dominate the chicken production in the United States. Some, for some reason, I'm going Canadian on this. You get Tyson Chicken, Pilgrim's Pride, Sanderson Farms, Purdue, and Cock- foods cook foods um and they those companies dominate about 60 percent of the 65 billion dollar chicken market i know you're saying i always wanted to know how big the chicken market is now i know 65 billion there's no money in those chickens anymore costco's undercut us i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. A lot of people expect millennials to pick up the slack and start making babies. Why? Because we need them to. (laughs) Uh, For social security reasons, we need workers to replace the workers that are retiring. U.S. birth rates fell to a 32-year low last year. It's referred to as a millennial baby bust. Some look at it as the high cost of child-rearing fears, lost career opportunities, strain of student loans, the high housing prices, falling fertility levels, widespread weight gain. We're becoming panda bears. But there's an interesting statistic amongst all the stats that are out there. Well, there's two that kind of go hand in hand in this this kind of angle. Births have declined in nine out of the last ten years at an average rate of about 1.1%. And that's been tied heavily towards a 7.6% plunge in teenage births. Financially speaking, I think we could all say teenage births are probably not the best things in the world. uh, How to start a family. Sometimes teenage births are going to interrupt colleges, getting a house, saving money, kind of see how kids are expensive. So one statistic that kind of gives us a little bit of hope is the fact that we've seen an increase in people older women ages 35 to 39 have increased by about 1%. Couples are couples are waiting to have kids. I'm pretty sure that they still know how to, but they're waiting because of all the said reasons. So millennials born from 1981 to 1994. The oldest amongst them now are 38. If you compare the generations that are, I'm not going to say polar opposites, but are on the opposite ends of Social Security... Millennials slightly outnumber baby boomers, which means the 30-something population will grow nicely in the years ahead and hit peak earnings, in theory. We kind of need this. So, if you remember in 2013, Netflix came into its own with home streaming. A little bit of a baby boom. Births increased 1.4%. So earlier, what I said when Disney introduces their Disney Plus, get the couch ready. Honey, get the couch ready. We're going to stream a Disney movie tonight. We're going to watch Star Wars and then make love, sweet love. Uh, honey, uh, I'm late. It's my female who's pregnant who doesn't quite know how to say it to her husband, but she might be pregnant. And it comes days after the Disney Star Wars movie funny business i'm talking about right so here's the kind of interesting play most parents love their kids right in theory although i still have some like standout respect for uh stepmothers like hansel and gretel here take this take this uh bread go out and have fun in the woods kids something to be said for the kind of love you know what i'm saying She gets the the widower. I get it. I get it. Um, Carter's. Oh, what I was going to say is since millennials are waiting longer, some of them have a little bit of a financial cushion because they've lived at home. They may be more prepared to splurge on their children. There's a company called Carter's ticker symbol CRI. Not for me. But they've been growing at five to eight percent year over year for quite some time now. Analysts love the stock. There's Children's Place. Um, You have a baby, and you want to get them clothes, and you want to get them goods. Strollers aren't cheap, I'll tell you that. Carriers aren't cheap, and they sell like Gucci carriers, and some people want the Gucci one. Because if your body's going to be kind of out of commission while you're raising the kid for the first year, you kind of want to look good. Um... Bed Bath Beyond would be a play for sure. I think one of the smarter plays on all of this, though, is I almost want to throw the baby concept away. And yes, there's going to be a baby boom. And yes, baby booms are real. And yes, they are economic good things. I almost want to just say, buy Target. Because that's where a lot of people are going to be going for their, their goods for their kid. Or Amazon. You don't have to necessarily go bullet shot with Carter's. There's more important things in the world than stock picking. But when we could talk stock picking and family, I think I'm mixing two of the most important things together. The number of workers per Social Security recipient has fallen to 2.8 last year from 5 in 1960. We had five people working. Paying into Social Security, paying into taxes, bringing home the bacon for one Social Security recipient. Now we're down to 2.8. So the bond yields are so low 20, 30 years out in the United States. A lot of people believe in Japan and Europe because of low fertility rates. That we're not expecting a lot of economic activity as we kind of not start dying off as a a race, but something like that. Jerome Powell has six kids. Um, He knows about stimulating the economy, right? Kids are expensive. We spend our paychecks on them. So I do want you to take a look at some ideas tied towards trends, whether it's sports apps or marijuana or birth rates. Um, I don't want you to be afraid of that. It's a smart way to invest. It's starting to help the math get on your side. Again, it's not the end-all be-all, but you're going to develop your own style, I hope. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show